Welcome and thank you for joining the first of our Future Mobility webcast series. In this session, we will address the very topical subject of sustainability and will explore how it now affects every strand of the business strategies of future mobility companies. Indeed, all matters of sustainability have taken center stage in the global fight to redress environmental, social and governmental wrongs, which have been impacting nature and humanity, sometimes to the brink of destruction. With this series of short webcasts, we will set out the main questions the industry should address to stay ahead of the sustainability curve, as well as the manner in which your legal departments can maximize the opportunities offered by this global trend. My name is Nicholas Kredel and I will be guiding you through this session. I am an antitrust and competition partner based in Düsseldorf, Germany, and I am heading our very dynamic global future mobility group. But of course, I will not do this alone and I'm very pleased to be joined by my esteemed colleagues, Anahita Thoms, who leads our international trade practice in Germany and is the global lead sustainability partner for our industrials, manufacturing and transportation industry group. Anahita is also a member of the ABA International Human Rights Steering Committee and has won various accolades for her work, including Young Global Leader of the World Economic Forum. John Watson, who chairs our Global Environmental Practice Group, consistently recognized as the largest environmental practice group of any law firm in the world. John has been advising industrial enterprises on managing environmental risks and liabilities arising out of their domestic and international operations for over 30 years. So now that the introductions are complete, let me set the scene by explaining why sustainability matters are of special interest to the future mobility industry. For example, VW aims to be CO2 neutral by 2050. Daimler wants to reach the target by 2039. So why does sustainability matter at all? First, because it can make companies' products more attractive to a wider group of consumers, especially in business to consumer markets, such as cars or fast moving consumer goods. Second, because investors are factoring in sustainability in their investment decisions. Some funding will simply not be accessible anymore if sustainability targets are not reached. And last but not least, many companies simply want to be good global citizens. Not only their leadership, but also their employees care about the environment and about reaching sustainability goals. So from what we see in the market, Sustainability strategies are not about greenwashing anymore. They are about customers and sales, access to equity and debt capital, about access to talent, and about company culture. Sustainability is an integral part of the commercial success of a future mobility company. So, Anahita, 
a big question for you. What does a mature sustainability strategy within a company look like and how is it impacting operations, profits, people and the planet? Thank you very much, Nicolas. A mature sustainability following a holistic approach and applies the ESG criteria, so ESG short for environmental, social and governance, to all business activities. Every organization needs to understand the impact of these criteria on all of their business opportunities and make sustainability basically part of their company DNA. This includes really setting real goals and measure them holistically as well. We speak a lot about impact in this area and there is growing evidence that companies that are strong on ESG issues profit from superior financial performance indeed. A sustainability strategy gives companies the chance to reimagine and optimize their supply chains. In this way, innovation is fostered, which is crucial, of course, in the area of future mobility as well. And on top, ESG considerations are increasingly influential in investment and purchasing decisions with advantages for those who have developed a sustainability focus. People benefit, of course, from a sustainability strategy in numerous ways. For one, a sustainability strategy aims at preventing human rights abuses along the supply chains. In addition, employees prefer working for a company that commits to a strong, sustainable agenda. Needless to say, that sustainable corporate behavior is beneficial to our planet, of course, as well in order to achieve the climate goals. So overall, a comprehensive sustainability strategy results in advantages for all stakeholders involved. Thanks, uh, Anahita. So turning to John. John, what would you say are the key considerations in implementing sustainability as part of an automotive company's strategy? Yeah, thank you, Nicholas. The biggest challenge is really answering that scope question. What standards and metrics will they identify, commit to, and prioritize as core elements of their sustainability programs? Uh, you know, we're asking that question because when you look at the auto industry, the environmental sustainability opportunities really appear quite endless. They have large-scale manufacturing operations with plants located around the world. Their business is conducted through complex global supply chains and their products are being transformed as we speak for the sole purpose of reducing their impact on the environment. So with a wealth of sustainability opportunities to focus on and now in this climate that we uh, live in today where all stakeholders are pushing companies to do more and to say more about their sustainability commitments and performance, I think the natural inclination for uh, companies, again, especially in the auto industry, is to want to do it all, to commit to the meaningful reductions in air, water, and waste impacts at their manufacturing facilities, to impose wide-ranging sustainability mandates on their suppliers, and to agree to aggressive timelines for producing greener products. The risk, of course, is that overly ambitious and expansive sustainability commitments will expose these businesses to legal liability and reputational harm 
if these commitments are not fully realized or achieved. What we're really talking about is the need to exercise discipline and restraint and ensure that sustainability goals are accompanied by robust compliance frameworks and systems to verify and accurately report out to the public on the results of their sustainability efforts. And interestingly, you know, as we again engage with clients across all industry sectors, we are seeing more and more involvement in these discussions from corporate law departments to assist in the scoping of these sustainability program goals and to make sure that these legal compliance systems are being developed and that oversight of audit initiatives to verify performance against company metrics is being performed to confirm the, again, the validity of the performance of the company against the, their committed standards. Thank you very much, John. So finally, one sentence, Anahita, John, what would be your key advice to future mobility clients when it comes to implementing an effective sustainability strategy? For me, it would be that time is of the essence. Companies need to shape their business case in order to optimize access to the more relevant funding opportunities available. So just by way of example, for companies headquartered or with subsidiaries in the EU, the new European Recovery Plan offers really a once-in-a-lifetime wealth of funding opportunities. Anita, what are your thoughts? So sustainability can be a lever of recovery in these difficult times of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as a competitive advantage indeed. So future mobility clients, therefore, in my view, need to view a sustainability strategy as an asset and embrace it. Such a strategy also poses an opportunity of building new and enduring revenue streams, merging digitalization and new technologies with a sustainable approach can lead companies to thrive in the future. I'm convinced of that. And as the EU is planning to introduce new laws focusing on sustainability, such as supply chain regulation, it is even more essential that companies prioritize ESG issues when successfully implementing a sustainability strategy. Thanks, Anahita. John, what about you? Your employees, your shareholders, the financial markets, and the buying public are all paying very close attention. So whatever you say and do about your sustainability strategy goals and achievements, you need to make sure that it is true and verifiable. Thank you very much for joining us today. And to you, Anahita and John, for this insightful session. We encourage you to tune in for the next episodes of our future mobility webcast in which we will address hot topics in the industry. In the meantime, our virtual door is always open, so please do feel free to reach out for more insights and advice. Thank you.